Welcome to Douglas Wilson's Blog and May Blog, presented by Canon Press. The angels are moving their beds. August 25th, 2021. Introduction. And that's not thunder. Don't worry about it. The angels are just moving their beds. I have a word of reassurance for everybody. You want a bit of encouragement? I knew you did. Okay, everything does seem to have come unstuck. The year 2020 got into the liquor cabinet and went on a bender for the ages. And then 2021 said, hold my beer. No, wait, I'm going to keep my beer. I'm going to drink my beer. Here, you can hold the can. And all of 2021's friends and cousins and siblings are standing back aghast. We thought this was going to be a fun barbecue. The ocean heaves and surges, and the nations of men dash against the rocks along the shore, and they make a thunderous noise. And the seagulls circle over the rocks, the same as they have always done. The seagulls will be here next week, and these turbulent waves won't be. Stupidity is not a plan. If a madman decided one day to revolt against heaven, and determined to express his disgust with the ways of God by throwing rocks at the moon, he would quickly wear himself out. And since the vanity of this endeavor is so perfectly obvious, this is why our global elites decided to round up millions and billions of us so that each of us could join in with that initial pioneer of autonomy by throwing rocks at the moon. Maybe it will work if we all throw rocks at the moon together. It must be those people who aren't throwing anything that are causing this endeavor to fail. We will have to deal with the moon denier shortly. In short, we've gotten to the part of the story where the priests of Baal are cutting themselves with knives. We can afford to wait because their God is in the John, and he is indisposed. God remains in his heaven. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Because of the abundance of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. Psalm 5, verse 10. Let them fall by their own counsels. To be a believer in the words of God means that you are not a believer in the words of man. And if you are not a believer in the words of man, this includes more than a disbelief in their promises, although it certainly includes that, but also includes a robust disbelief in their threats. When they open their mouths to bite and tear, we do know from Scripture that so much is possible. They can bite and tear, but they cannot digest us. But the fact that they can do damage, which they can, does not mean that they are anywhere near capable of achieving their aims. That is a different matter altogether. The Great Reset is not going to happen. They will not be able to cook the perfect omelet, but they will be able to break some eggs. Quote, the fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Proverbs 29.25 So the central thing for us to avoid in this turbulent time is the fear of man. We must not fear their scorn or laughter. We must not fear what they threaten us with directly. We must not fear what their wizards predict will come to us from external sources. Our scientists are now predicting that we will be struck by the huge COVID asteroid. So this is why we should take their ability to break things into account, and we should modify our behavior accordingly. But we must not fear their vaunts about the general outcomes, or quail when we listen to their plans and schemes and declarations. They are not the lords of history. Christ is the lord of history. Tyranny is, as tyranny does. But there will be some clashes in the meantime. God has given us the privilege of fighting in the skirmishes that accompany the great mop-up operation in the aftermath of Christ's victory on the cross. So there will be clashes. And so, with regard to our current clash, a friend of mine posed this question to the go-and-get-alongers. You say that mandatory vaccines are not tyranny, that vaccine passports would not be tyranny, and so forth. So, here's the question. In your mind, what would be tyranny? What would be gross overreach? 
Define it beforehand, and then when we get there, we can watch all the definitions shift. If you've talked yourself into a dire emergency state of mind, such that this emergency requires drastic action now in order to save us all, what drastic actions would you consider to be off the table? At what point would they lose you? How big does the red pill have to get before you attempt to swallow it? Joe Biden is obviously non-compass. Kamala Harris is completely out of her depth. Did they not make a hash of Afghanistan? Do we not need some stability? Suppose that former President Obama offers to take the reins during this emergency period. I'm not predicting this. I just want to know what they would have to do in order to lose you. They already took their best shot. The closest they ever came to inheriting the vineyard was when they killed the owner's son, Matthew 21:38. And yet, at that very same moment, they were never further away from achieving their pipe dream. If the rulers of this age had known what it was they were doing, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, 1 Corinthians 2.8. They had it, within their grasp they had it, and yet, in the eternal counsels of God, they were simply the instruments for accomplishing the salvation of the world. But nevertheless, it was an ambitious power grab. It was audacious. And yet, what did the God of heaven think of it? He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Psalm 2.4 If God laughed at that effort, what do you think he makes of this one? Compared to that effort 2,000 years ago, these machinations are a little putt-putt conspiracy. These plots and schemes, as we can tell from how smoothly they are running, are at pinky in the brain levels. They are not going to work. Because God is sovereign, we don't know exactly how their plans are all going to unravel. We don't know exactly what it was that they failed to take into account. But there will be something they failed to take into account, that being most likely their inability to see that people in their position always fail to take something into account. But we know that their plans are going to unravel. We know that God is enthroned in a place where their machinations can't reach. We know that God is sovereign, and that all his prophets declare that our future is not 1984, not Brave New World, not Fahrenheit 451. No, the future was sketched for us by the prophet Isaiah, and his vision was not a dystopian one. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Isaiah 11.9 If you enjoyed this episode, check out Doug's book, Heaven Misplaced. In this book, Pastor Wilson sketches a biblical vision of hope for the future, no matter how dark the times. Order today at canimpress.com.